Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a human design expert, brain rewiring certified coach, and a high 7D energy healer. On this podcast, we talk about all things personal growth, brain rewiring, human design, energetics, mindset, and so much more. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Sandy L. Yang. I hope you feel empowered by what we talked about today. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So I'm really stoked for today's episode because we have a special guest, Andrea Minghas. Okay, so Andrea and I connected via my mentor, Christina's community. I don't even remember when or how we started talking, probably via Instagram DMs. But yeah, like from the get-go, I just knew she was going to be one of the real ones. Like, even though we're just talking on DMs, I just knew she understood me and there was just a resonance of some sort, which is pretty cool. Um, Over the summer, so a few months ago, I did a human design session with her and not so surprisingly, our human design charts has so many similarities. I'm just like, wow, you're my twin. Andrea is an online crystal shop owner and Reiki energy healer. In this episode, we talk about our experiences from dipping our toes in energy healing for the first time to developing our own intuitive gifts, open up spiritually, to full on becoming energy healers, which for me has been a really wild ride. Opening up spiritually and strengthening our intuition is not something exclusive to energy healers by any means. And I really do believe is a huge part of building trust within ourselves. Like I used to think, okay, I have to trust the universe as if I'm trying to trust this higher power that is outside of me. But in a different episode with my friend Wei Tan, I talked about how I had this big epiphany about how I am an extension of the universe. It's not like it's separate from me. I'm an extension of source. So really like I am the universe. And that just forever changed the way I think about spirituality, about manifestation and all the things. In this episode, we also touch on crystals. Um, Since Andrea is clearly the expert here, over the summer, I came across her newsletter on picking crystals for your work desk, which really got my attention. Like, I subscribe to all those newsletters, but I don't necessarily always open them. But I saw the title and I'm like, huh, this is interesting. I immediately placed an order according to her suggestions after I read that newsletter. A few days later, I got the most beautifully curated package. Like unboxing my crystal delivery was a whole experience. Like you can just feel the love and dedication Andrea has for her work. Andrea's online crystal shop is the way to go if you're looking to get some for yourself. Give her a follow on social media, say hi after you listen to this episode. All the links to connect with her and shop her crystal shop are in the show notes. Without further ado, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you on the other side. Um, I love talking to you. You're like my human design twin, basically. 
I know. It's so funny how we can be so similar. <laughs> yeah. Wait, remind me of your, I know you're a projector. One, three profile was your authority again. Splenic. Right, right, right. And um, okay, so I know you recently, or you've been doing it for like a little bit, um, you are doing Reiki uh, healing now. Yeah, so I got my Reiki certification, I think like over the summer. And then I like was really eager to like start like that side of my business right away. But it just wasn't coming like very naturally to me until like now. Um, now that we're like, you know, we're, I've been like kind of practicing for a few months. Yeah. And so now I've started adding it into I've always wanted a service side base to my business. Um, and Reiki has just made like Reiki and energy healing in general has just made like such a huge impact on my life that, you know, it's something that I really felt called to like add to my business. Um, yeah. So I started adding it now. Yeah, I love that. Um, how do you get into energy healing? Um, so I started working with a coach um, and she was an energy healer. And she had just recently like transitioned to being a coach at the beginning of 2020. Mm -hmm. Like this was like pre pre COVID. Oh, my God. like <laughs> a different world. <laughs> it was a different world. But little did I know that the reason I feel like, you know, when we talk about like everything happens in like divine timing, like little did I know that the reason that I felt like so called to work with her was because she was going to be able to like help me like open up and like deal with like all the like lockdowns and everything like so much better than everyone else I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you start working with her on? Um, so we just started working on like personal stuff. I was really, really afraid of a lot of things in my life and I had gone through a really big career transition. Well, big for me. I was working in marketing. <laughs> and um, then I decided to leave my marketing job and go to a coding boot camp full time. And then I was like searching for a, now a software engineer job. And I had just started that software engineer job in December. And I was like, you know what? I can't keep looking around my shoulder and like waiting for like the other shoe to drop like that sh I can't continue to like live in this life because this was before I knew like anything about energy healing anything about mindset I hadn't like I've heard of like the secret like didn't even oh my bother God, fuck the it. secret I <laughs> I was forced to read it um because my parents got it for me for Christmas when I was like 16 I'm like what the fuck is this shit and like I tried to read it I'm just like this is nonsense and they even made a movie um for it and I try to watch that I'm like this is still nonsense <laughs> like I feel like the essence of it is like you know it wants to help people but there's just like so much disconnect there is and like so I had tried to watch the movie I couldn't even get through the whole movie I was just like this is just bullshit but anyway I digress like <laughs> So this was before I like knew anything about any of this. And I was just like, just like something inside me was like, if I continue to like live this fear driven life, like there's no way that I'm going to be successful in this new career. 
And here I am, and I've spent like $11,000, you know, on this coding boot camp. And I'm not about to let those $11,000 go down the drain just because of my mindset. Yeah. So, no, I love <laughs> so we that. started, yeah, so we started working together. And in every session, like we would do, like she would do Reiki with me too, because she was an energy healer. So like part of it was like coaching. And then like towards the end of the session, like we would do some healing on like whatever was coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, what were like the things she would like bring up when she works on you? Um, so a lot of it was like, how do you think that like other people like perceive you? Um, what are the fears? Like, I had a lot of fear, and it was means it, I can now fully call it trauma. I had a lot of fear of having a one-on-one meeting with my boss because I had had so many bad one-on-ones with previous bosses. And here I am going into like a brand new career and I have the most amazing manager that like you can ask for like in a corporate environment. And I'm terrified of going into a meeting with him. Mm. And so those are like, those were things we worked on not being scared of being in team meetings with people and like being reprimanded like in team meetings were things that we worked on too and then like once we started to like work through the like corporate world stuff and like how I felt about being in the corporate world then we started to dive like more into like me like personally like how and like start to build the connections between like kind of fear that I had at work but now I had those same fears and like the personal side of my life too yeah yeah everything is so connected it's kind of like really overwhelming but also like as you work through like one thing like it just bleeds into the other aspects so also like this is kind of (laughs) efficient it's true yeah um okay so that's really cool um you I really resonate with how you got into energy healing um because I remember, so, you know, Christina Rice, um, who we both know, like, I remember I used to listen to her podcast, like, you know, 2017, 2018, 2019. Um, and I was just like, okay, I feel like this girl knows what she's talking about, but I didn't resonate with what she was sharing because it was like mostly like chronic illness things. And I was like, okay, like, I don't really resonate. Um, but when she started offering Reiki sessions, um, I was like one of the first people to like do it. Um, it was in person too. This is like spring of 2019. It's like forever ago. Um, yeah, I before that I had one other Reiki session before, but I was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> lost. What is a chakra? And I asked the other energy healer, I was like, so what is Reiki? And she was just like, Reiki is universal life force energy. I'm like, all right, I'm still Reiki. (laughs) You know, it's like, know your audience too. Like if someone is like, what the fuck is a chakra? What the fuck is Reiki? Like explain it to them in a way that they're going to understand it. (laughs) Well, yeah, I feel like um, when you first get into this world, it is like, it has its own lingo you know it does it really does (laughs) yeah yeah so I didn't really feel anything profound in that one 
first energy healing, but when I work with Christina, I, I'm not someone who feels a lot or like get like crazy visions or like astral travel. Like I kind of just fall asleep or I'm just like kind of just like chilling. And um, <laughs> it was like the debrief part of the session that really resonated and like got me thinking. Um, I remember she would like ask me all those questions about like my childhood and like what I think about. I don't know, things and my fears. And that just felt very, very deep. Um, so that was like kind of like my first good experience in energy healing. Did I ever tell you? Um, I actually got like a shamanic healing session. Um, this is like late 2019, so literally three years ago. And that was just like profound. I was like, okay. I'm sold by shamanic. Obviously, I'm like not a shaman, but it is energy <laughs> healing in its own way. Um, it is. It's so, it was so intense. Like it definitely 150% put my whole life onto like another trajectory. Like I was almost like kicked into alignment in a very <laughs> harsh way. Um, it was beautiful, but also like harsh. Um, like I don't regret it but I was like like even like during the session I was like this is really intense like I'm like coughing my lungs out and then I'm like crying my eyes out and then there was like a bucket for me to throw up in. I didn't throw up but like I guess people did Um, and it was just like it was like the longest like 90 minutes of my life Um, yeah so that was really intense what but I really loved it I was like I felt like a different person I never thought I would become an energy healer myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so true. Honestly, like it was the same thing with me. Like when I first started like my coaching sessions and like I first started like doing Reiki sessions or first started like receiving Reiki, like I had no idea that I would one day feel called to do this myself. Like, I, was I never like, oh, thought okay. I wanted to be in the <laughs> spiritual wellness field. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay, like, this is cool. And then, like, I started, then I started getting into crystals, and then I started getting into, like, Reiki, too. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, the world. Like, I feel like the deeper and deeper that you go, like, into the spiritual awakening world, like, everything is just like, oh, my God, like, there's so much out there oh yeah it's like you are looking at the world just like from a different lens totally yeah okay um I really want to ask you um because I resonate so much with your with you and your life and what you are about um and on this podcast I just talk about my perspective and like my client's perspective but like from my voice um I would love to hear from your perspective, how was it like receiving energy healing? Like, how do you go into a session? Like, what kind of intentions do you set? Like, how do you like feel like, you know, your first session was like, what the fuck is happening? I don't even know what she's doing to like, you know, maybe like today, if you, you know, arrange a session, you're like setting your intentions, you're allowing yourself to receive. Um, and how do you like see the changes play out, the shifts? you know, all that good stuff play out in real life? I mean, it's so different now. Like, 
I will be like totally honest. Sometimes I set intentions. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm literally just there to just receive and like whatever comes up, like comes up. Um, but I will say like, even though I'm not like a, a person, very similar to you, like I don't get these big visions. Like I don't get these big feelings, but like I do get a little bit of it. Mostly what I get though is like, I feel like I get a lot of, a lot of clarity on like whatever it is that I'm searching for um just the other day actually like I did a workshop and I did a workshop with a psychic medium and he was talking about like connecting to spirit and we just did like this really short like little exercise on like being quiet and like connecting to spirit I got so many intuitive downloads like during that session like it was crazy and when I do energy healing now and like I actually receive energy healing, like like my physical body like feels different when I'm done with like energy healing. Like I just feel so much lighter and like my mood changes. I can get pretty crabby like really quickly. <laughs> and <laughs> I will say that if I don't do energy if I don't like receive energy healing like regularly. I'll be pretty crabby and like, I'll just be a crabby human being. <laughs> I feel you. Cause it's almost like, it's like getting a massage. You don't just get one massage and you know, not get another one for a long time. It's almost like a maintenance thing. Um, we talk about, it's kind of like showering. You have like your personal hygiene, there's energetic hygiene, like, when I don't either do it on myself or receive energy healing from somebody else, I almost feel way down. Oh my God. Okay. So <laughs> it's really funny. And because just because we're talking about this, and I actually sent out a newsletter about this uh, this morning. So <laughs> you know how we're both projectors. And I'm not saying like projectors are always tired, but like that energy is different you know, it's just not the same as like a generator or a manifesting generator. And that's like beautiful. Like everyone, you know, has like the perfect energy for them. Right. So right. I just never like when people talk about like that sacral life force energy, I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, I don't really know if I experienced, <laughs> I don't know if I experienced it the same way you do, but yeah, whatever. Um, I guess I'm just like a more tired person, but like, um, I should really do more sessions on myself, but you know, it's like a whole thing. And sometimes you have resistance. Sometimes it's late. You're like, I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. So basically I did a session on myself. I actually did it in the infrared sauna. It was actually a vibe, but very like challenging too. Um, okay. So I was doing a session on myself and you know, it was like pretty intuitive. Sometimes I have intentions like, oh, I really want to cut cords with this, this and that. Um, I want to like, you know, move, speed up some of like my manifestations, accelerate them, you know, align myself to like my highest timeline or whatever, all that good stuff. And so I was like, just like going down my chakras and I was just like called to spend a little bit more time on my sacral. Um, so I was just like, yeah, why not? I don't know why, but let's just do it. I wasn't like really thinking about it that much. And then um, for me, a lot of like the downloads start to like unfold and like make sense when I journal. Um, oh. Yeah. And um, 
a lot of things you kind of like receive or you feel the shift during the session. But a lot of like the shifts, like the big meaningful ones or just like small meaningful ones, they unfold over like the next few days to like even up to two weeks, you know? And like, so I did my session. And a few days after, I literally woke up. I'm like, I feel so energetic. I'm just like, well, okay, it's morning. You should feel energetic. But I've I've just been feeling so fucking energetic. And it's almost like overwhelming. Like I feel I have like this excitement about life. And when I think about like the sacral chakra is all about like feminine energy, you know, playfulness, like desires of all sorts, like knowing what you want in like your career, in your personal life, also like sexuality, like the physical stuff, like is I feel like I just like got an upgrade. I have so much energy. It's like, oh my God, what do I do with myself? Like I want to create. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is this how like generators feel like? I don't know. That's so funny because like, so I've been doing a subscription box and like this month's theme is actually the sacral chakra for the subscription box. Yeah. Okay. It is Sagittarius season. Um, the more we talk about this, the more it makes sense. It is Sagittarius <laughs> season, and it's all about like new possibilities, like optimism, um, exploring that kind of thing. And I feel like I'm not astrologer by any means, but just like intuitively, it feels like oh, asking bigger, like dreaming bigger. Um, you know, like sometimes dreaming like five years down the road, ten years down the road, that is like really inspiring um and like you can kind of like give yourself the opportunity to like dream big and then you can be like okay now I'm really inspired how do I make it happen and then you kind of like work backwards like okay what would need to happen like in five years and three years in one year for me to like you know make that 10-year dream happen I feel like that's very much Sagittarius season and like not being afraid to be like this is what I want and getting specific you know that's yeah that's true and I feel like I feel like the sacral chakra is like all about that because the sacral chakra is like tied to your emotions tied to like how you actually like feel about life and like the joy that like you actually see like experience and like see in your life so it's like once you start to like really work on that like you're just like I feel like the sacral chakra is like it like unlocks like a different type of power in you like it's just like okay now I'm gonna stand in my power this is what I want from my life yeah yeah it's like you know how we did like that one human design reading is this mm-hmm. kind of like root chakra is like stability adrenaline like safety that kind of energy and like sacral is like more playful and like fun and like, yeah yeah it's kind of like when you're in your good sacral like energy you're almost like in a vortex and you feel like just like the universe is like flowing with you you actually feel like you're co-creating it's so true yeah definitely yeah okay I got pretty excited about why I just told you <laughs> I, saw, I did see I did see your email come through this morning and I'm like whoa like she felt so much energy like after unlocking her sacral chakra and I was like okay that's a message for me too like that means that I need to do some more work on my own sacral too 
Yeah. Um, I feel like things will like come up like within like a short period of time, and and then I'll be like, okay, this is like for me in this and that way. Like I remember, like maybe like two over the last two weeks. Like with every client, I'm just like stressing, like please, like with brain rewiring, like is already like a you know it's deep emotional work, right? Is hard enough. Let's not be a perfectionist about it. Like I know when I was going through the process, I was like comparing my results with other people I was going through the process with, and I'm just like, am I doing it right? Am I like doing it perfectly? And like I was just like, okay, like this is not happening fast enough. And like now because I like know the process and like different people's experiences is like please like you know just like be playful with it like you're doing it right like you have to trust <laughs> like that playfulness is so important like I feel like playfulness is like what helps us like actually like enjoy the process being playful doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be fun but it means you're like less like detached to like the outcome like you're not like forcing you know, you're not like desperate, you're not like dog paddling, like playfulness is very magnetic. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, I know whenever, like, I do any sort of sessions, like on myself, or like, even like receive sessions, like that's so much of what comes up is like, you know, connecting back to like that playful energy, because I feel like, as entrepreneurs, like we get so stuck in like the non playful energy that it's like, you have to remind yourself to connect back to like that inner child and like be more playful oh yeah you have to like remember why you started your business right it's like you don't want to build your business from obviously there are going to be stressful times but you don't want your business baby to be like conceived and raised under stress (laughs) I remember talking to my yeah I thought was talking to my mentor at one point there was a time I think this is like March, February, March of this year. I was like, I feel like I'm not ambitious enough. And it's really frustrating me. Like, I was like really confused. Like, why don't I want like a seven-figure business? Like, what I think about it is like, it's not fun. But I felt like I should because everybody else around me was like, seven-figure business. And I was telling my mentor. And I was like telling her what I think is like a good amount of money to make every single year. And she was like, dude, that's like, that's like ambitious like why do you want to like stress out your business like you don't want to build a business you hate (laughs) I know so many people like I mean myself included can get caught up in like oh like I need to want more but I feel like sometimes it's it's okay to like that I wouldn't enjoy what you have yeah like exactly like enjoy what you have or like like not necessarily strive for like this goal that's gonna stress you out like strive for like a goal that's gonna be manageable to you and that like you feel good about too yeah totally it's kind of like family life like marriage and you know stuff like that when I have friends who get engaged it's almost like okay now you're engaged when is the wedding where is it gonna be and everyone's like asking you all those details not that I've experienced this personally just like witnessing it's like, can you just let those people enjoy being engaged, you know? And then once you get married, it's like, oh, when are you having kids? It's like, can you just let them enjoy being married without kids? Like, will you chill? 
It's true. It's true. I mean, when I got engaged, it was uh, like everybody was asking me, including my own mother, like, <laughs> when are you guys setting the date? When are you guys setting the date? And I'm like, can everybody just chill for a minute? Can you just like let me enjoy for just a moment, please? Yeah. Um, okay, so we're talking about business and how we want to experience entrepreneurship. I think, you know, with did I tell you this? I feel like we talk a lot, but but we actually don't. But um, <laughs> I feel like our relationships with our business, with our bodies, with like our journeys, like is so important. So like, um, when was this? Libra New Moon. So like two months ago. <laughs> this year is just fucking flying by. But two months ago, you know how people say Libra is all about like relationships. Yeah, so I went to a sound bath and I was just like, you know, it's kind of like energy healing, but like with sound, I don't know how it works, but it does. Um, it's kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like that's not my specialty. I was just there. And I actually didn't know what I was going to get out of it. I was like, yeah, I'll try it because like my friend was like going. So I was like, yeah, down. And um, again, like everybody was like journaling at the end. And that's when like all my downloads came through. And some of those things just sound so simple, but it's like, wow, now I like really um, am internalizing it. I realized like, oh my God, I have a relationship with fucking every single thing, like my business, money, obviously like people, you know, like parents, friends. I even have a relationship with like fucking like the Bumble app, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a relationship with like, um, like my bank account like if I fucking hate on I don't know Bumble or like Hinge how am I supposed to like expect you know those things to like deliver me something good you know what I mean yeah that is a good point too yeah though. yeah and like with business if you, a lot of do you ever do that thing where you um connect to the consciousness of your business I have actually never tried that oh my god I have a meditation that you're gonna love or like <laughs> I'm gonna next. try this like as soon as we're done with this okay you can like do it um in your own like energy healing sessions too but it's like your business is like your business baby right it's like your child um it's like its own entity and it works with you as basically like a partnership and I cannot tell you how often I see like entrepreneurs almost like become the parent that they never wanted to be like treating mm -hmm. their um business like this child in a way that they don't even like does that make Whoa, sense that makes so much sense like I guess like when you don't actually like think about your business like as a child or like even as a relationship you just think about it as a business and like you don't oh my gosh that's just like so profound <laughs> like I'm just like mind blown like okay this I'm is a like, game changer <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I I've been I've been thinking about my business like all wrong like all along like I need to start thinking of it as a child and then like oh my gosh like just like so many things that I do differently <laughs> I swear when I was um still working full-time in corporate and I had like my side hustle oh god I was like okay this thing needs to grow like fast 
And like, what child wants to grow up that way? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's and, true. Right. So it's kind of like this thing you want to like really like nurture and invest in, and um, even like these days, um, a good way to like do this exercise is like, okay, like maybe I think this group program needs to come through. This offer needs to happen. And I have like, you know, my own timing on this. It's also like checking in with the business, checking in with the child, checking in with the partner. Like, how do you feel about that? You know, um, like, what do you think? Like, do you want this to happen? Um, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just like, I'm so mind blown right now. <laughs> okay well I'm glad I brought it up huge and I to be honest I don't connect with my business consciousness as often as I would like and a lot of times I check in it's like how are you feeling and she's like I feel ignored like I like what you have planned but you know just like don't ignore me you know (laughs) yeah I'm like wow literally like that is you know, little child version of me growing up because when I love my mother's death, but I just feel like, you know, she was always busy and I didn't want to bother. So I will almost like always wait for her to notice me. But like whenever she's like, oh yeah, you want to like, I don't know, go to the store or like go to the mall. And even if I didn't want to, I'll be like, yeah, I because I just wanted to like feel seen and like heard and like noticed. I was like, my poor little business. I'm going to be a terrible parent. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, okay, try it and let me know. I um, yeah, I will report back. Okay, good. Um, I will say the meditation I created around this, you're more than welcome to use it, is infused with a high. Um, but I feel like it's kind of like trying to connect with your spirit guides early on is like hey like you're trying to connect but you almost have to like keep trying uh even if you don't really feel a response does that make sense because it's like hey you just ignored me for like the last three years and now you expect me to just like be available (laughs) (laughs) it was definitely like that like when I first started working with my spirit guides like I was just like hello like is anybody there and I mean like you hear people like Christina talk about like how she gets these like crazy downloads and like Christina's amazing like don't get me wrong Christina's amazing but you hear like all these stories of people like her they get like these crazy downloads and like their spirit guides tell them that like they have to do this and they have to do that and I was just like okay I want that like on day one and it's not like that. Like you need oh to my God, start today. Like building that really. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like I was literally like an hour ago telling someone who purchased like um her, Christina's psychic development course through my code. She was like, you know, I haven't really felt connected. Like at what point in the course do you actually feel like, you know, things are happening? I'm like, oh my God. I did the first round of that course and it was live. I did not feel any sort of connection. The whole course was frustrating as fuck for me until like the very end. So the whole time was I was just like struggling and frustrated. Um, and <laughs> I cannot stress enough. There's like 
divine timing behind all of this. And this is not like learning math. This is not like going to school. Like everyone's process is going to be so unique. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, it's so unique. Like, and like, the more that you start to like, get to know like your own the more that you start to connect with like your own intuition and like your own like psychic abilities like you'll know like how long it's gonna take you to like get the answers that you're searching for or like how long it's gonna take you to like actually like receive those downloads because like it's almost like learning you know like everybody learns differently so everybody's gonna have their own timing too for like when they start to open up when they start to actually like feel connected like too yeah yeah in the beginning I was definitely like all right like I'm ready like fucking activate me (laughs) and that's just I feel like that's part of the process it's part of the journey but like you're not at the place to receive when you're like speaking it out or like pushing for it you know <laughs> and um yeah like sometimes we think for the longest time are you like clear more clear sentient right yeah yeah, yeah. I'm okay. definitely a lot more clear sentient yeah because your strongest sense in human design is feeling uh-huh okay that's a great clue to look into if somebody is like trying to determine what is like the clear sense that they um have most access to I guess um that's somewhere cool to look at so um when I learned that I'm like okay so I guess I'm clairsentient but my friend over here she's like fucking clairvoyant she fucking sees everything and I'm just like I want to (laughs) see but to her she's like I want to be clairsentient that's so fucking cool you like feel it in your energy in your own body um so it's kind of like grass is where you water it sort of deal and to be honest like when I like started leaning into like my my clear sentience um I started getting stronger and I think this is really important for everything like we might feel really um when somebody is like starting this path we might feel like I want to be clear sentience I want to have clear audience and clairvoyance so you basically want to feel you want to see you want to hear and like it's better to like just like hone in on one and then you know after you feel confident here and then you can develop like the other senses yeah I mean that's so true like I personally have just been working like on really honing like my clear sentience yeah like before I start to like try to be clairvoyant don't get me wrong like I would love to be clairvoyant like I want to see that shit like the way that everybody's just like I saw this like beautiful blue ray of light and like I saw all these crazy things like I want to see those crazy things too but like let's let's just focus on like feeling first yeah I will also say um because as you're like working on you know psychic development you're mainly practicing on yourself before you practice on somebody else Working on yourself is a lot harder, I will say. Like, I never really resonate with my card pulls for myself. Um, it's, it's because, like, it's almost too close to home. 
<laughs> but like, but like, do you get like more? So like, have you ever journaled on your card pulls? I like pulling cards for other people for my, for me, like card pulls are like something to just like provide a different layer of confirmation. Mm. Maybe I will. Because, yeah, again, like, for me, the downloads drop in when I'm, like, journaling. Yeah, like, um, I've started to journal, like, on my card polls lately. And, like, I it just, like, I look at the card and, like, I see, like, what, what does the card tell me? But, like, I also go read, like, the book description. But then, like, when I journal on it, like, I, I really start to, like, understand what it is that I just pulled. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay, well... This is a really interesting conversation to have with someone <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, and I feel like when I tell people that I'm an energy healer, you know, people who are not like familiar in this field, I'm like, are they going to think I'm a witch? <laughs> I was just talking to someone about this the other day. Like, I just feel like when I talk to people, like they're just going to immediately go to, oh, you're a witch. Like, who are those people? <laughs> I mean, like, family and friends that are, like, not into, like, the spiritual stuff. Like, even my own mom, like, don't she loves, like, spiritual stuff. Like, she's been pulling cards from her tarot deck since, like, as long as that is, like, a long time ago. And my grandmother, I didn't even know this until recently, was, like, super into crystals the way that I am. But, like, I guess because we call people witches in our family, like, when nobody talks about it. So I'll talk to my mom, and she'll be like, you turned out more witchy than I did. And I'm just like, okay, thanks, mom. <laughs> oh, that's so cool that um they're all into this. Actually, my aunt was, like, a channel, but she died really early on, so I never got to, like, talk to her about all this stuff, but she had, like, so many crystals, and, like, my parents, they're all, like, pretty spiritually curious, like, you know, um, they talk about their intuition and things <laughs> like that, just not, like, they never, like, developed it deeper, but they, they're all definitely, like, interested. I feel like, um, it's really common to, you know, as you go through like big life transitions, you start to like wonder if there's something else out there. <laughs> um, okay. I am curious. Um, when you work on people, do you feel like, like, tell us about, you know, because I can only share from myself. When I first got attuned to a high, it was super exciting. But I was also like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your, you know, confidence, how it's developed since being attuned to energy healing. Um, I mean, just like you, like, I mean, I think it's taken some work. Like the more that I've started to like work on people, like energy healing wise, like, the more clearer it gets as to like what I need to work on mm. and like it's so interesting like how I find it so interesting how one person like differs so much from the other 
because I really thought like when I first started doing this, like I really thought that like everybody was going to be the same. I don't know why I thought that, but I did. <laughs> I was just like, okay, like I'll just do my thing and like everyone will be the same. But like, as I really started going into it, like one person needs more grounding, like one person may like need more like heart chakra work and like, yeah, like you want to give them a nice balance and like have everything balanced. But like, it's so interesting to me, like how you can actually, I can actually start to feel what like somebody needs to work on. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, this is like where confidence comes in. Because when I was like, you know, just practicing, I'm like, I feel like I should tell them this or ask them about this certain thing. And I'm like, is it just my mind telling me or like, this is actually something I'm picking up? Um, But it's also realizing like, okay, like, sometimes your intuition sounds like your own thinking voice. And you know, that kind of just came out of nowhere. And like, just like trusting that. And I um really do think is a very interactive experience, like energy healing, you know, obviously, like you're giving, they're receiving, but like to help them, like understand what was done, how to integrate the healing and expansion and move forward. Like, it's like, hey, I saw X, Y, and Z do you have any comments or how do you resonate with that? That's when like things really start to click. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like when I was, when I like, when one of the people that like I started working with, like I was just like, okay, like I'm, I'm feeling like you really need to do like some heart chakra work. And like, it was, it's interesting. Like when you feel the resistance from them too, like when they're just like, why do I need heart chakra work? Like that was like me. My, my heart, my heart is open. Like, why do I need heart chakra work? And it's like, well, I, this is what's coming to me. Like, can you tell me like, you know what it is that, that resonates with you? You know, what's coming up for you when you think about your heart chakra? No. Okay. So when I was just like on the receiving end, it was always your root is off balance. Your throat is blocked and your heart is blocked. I'm like, those three <laughs> fucking things just like, just, I'm like, again, like, seriously. <laughs> but, um, the, you know, like, if you think about it, like, the throat and the heart are, like, so close. They're, like, connected, you know? Um, so it's like, as you work on one, the other also, like, you know, develops, I guess, or heals. Um, and, like, yeah, it's with like heart, you know, the heart chakra, like if my heart not open, I so resonate with that. Because for the longest time, I will hear that I'd be so frustrated. It's like, I'm trying my best here, you know. <laughs> and a lot of it has to do with like the facilitator, how they're asking the questions, which questions they're asking, you know. Um, I also think it's super important that, you know, you pick the right healer. It's kind of like, how people say you like when you um you date your therapist you're probably not gonna vibe with the first therapist you work with it's just like you're not gonna like like the first person you go on a date with um so, like <laughs> taking allowing yourself to like explore different healers and just like really you know see like which one you resonate with because like 
there are people that I went through a high training with. I know they're amazing at what they do, but I'm just like, that's not the way I like do things. I receive a session from them. I'm like, mm, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so finding someone who like understands you, you know, that's like really important. That's like tremendously helpful. Um, what were we talking about? Okay. And like with the heart thing, so many people's hearts are blocked because their emotions are like almost numb. And people might be like, well, I feel angry. I feel sad. I feel happy. But it's almost like your heart cannot open if you, first of all, you you need to feel safe to open your heart. Like if you're in an abusive relationship, like your heart is like, oh, hell no, you know? Um, and like, for me, I was like, yeah, I'm feeling my emotions. Like, what do you want from me? But like, through like, you know, more energy healing, practicing and stuff. I'm like, wow, I was only like, you know, touching the surface level. You know, like I started wearing makeup when I was 16. And you just stop crying because you don't want to cry your makeup off. <laughs> and not to mention the shit you get when you like express sadness or anger as a child and obviously like you can't do that in the corporate world because that's like unprofessional so a lot of people shut down their emotions or they're just like at the surface level and that really like your how are you supposed to open your heart if you don't let yourself feel yeah I mean I I definitely think like as a society like we're we don't encourage people to like open up about their emotions. Like as a society, like we want people to suppress their emotions because I mean, like the American society is like very corporate world driven. So like, it's not professional to cry at your mind five job. It's not, it's, it's not professional to express like what it is that you're really feeling like around strangers in the privacy of your own home okay but like we're taught to like not express our emotions like around strangers because oh they're gonna look at me weird or they're gonna think I'm crazy like here's this chick that's crying in the middle of the street like so I feel like that's why so many people have like suppressed emotions um I don't think like I would never want to like cry at my desk for other people to see in a corporate world but I feel like we're just kind of like inter- we kind of just internalize like oh like feeling anything that's less than happy um it's just not good so we don't even allow ourselves to acknowledge that as often as we should I do think you know like a responsible way to feel your emotions is you know you know like talk to someone who can hold space for you like a therapist or a coach or just like in your own space like fucking punch a pillow and like scream into the pillow (laughs) and write like an angry letter but don't like send it um those tools allow us to feel our emotions get them out of our system so we can actually move forward with grace you know what I mean yeah like I feel like talking a lot of people I mean myself personally too like when I've had like emotions that like I needed to get out like talking really helps me like a lot of people really like to have a sounding board the talking like really helps me yeah and then like just getting it out too but I you know 
like yeah I do agree that's like I wouldn't want to be like at my corporate job like crying at my desk for like other people to see but like I don't even feel like you're allowed to like express any sort of emotion that is not like okay yes I'll do it and oh I'm so happy about this like and in the corporate world or even like just in American society like in general and I think that that's just like why so many of us have so many repressed emotions and it like fuck shit up because you go to work and like it's with a bunch of people who haven't processed their emotions everyone's like so on edge and like when somebody explodes is like bad you know what I mean yeah and it's because they're not processing it and they're not like allowing themselves to feel like I mean allowing yourself to feel is like a whole thing in itself too like when you actually start to allow yourself to feel your emotions not even like you don't need I don't even feel like you need to like process them right away like you just need to open yourself up to like feeling your emotions especially if you're someone that's like really really repressed them for a long period of time (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah definitely Okay, I um, I know you're like a big fan of crystals and you know a lot about them. I love your newsletters. Like I love the one about like how to use crystals for your desk. And especially that one, I was like, I'm buying those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, tell us a little bit more about crystals because I have them, but I don't really know how to use them to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, I mean, so there's a lot of different uses to crystals. The way that I use them the most is like in meditation. Like, so I usually say like, what, like what's calling you? Like similar to like, you know, dating your therapist, like which crystal is calling you? Which crystal do you want to date? Because maybe you like how it looks. Maybe you like its color. Like this can be like before you like actually read the properties of the crystal and then like I read like or I've taken the time to like read the properties especially because like when I'm writing the website descriptions like and put the properties down of like the different crystals and so then like sometimes I'll choose a crystal like specifically based on its properties sometimes I'll just choose it based on its like shape or color Mm -hmm. um and like I'll keep them around me like when I meditate um I'll also, like, amethyst is one of my favorite crystals to work with, especially when I'm having trouble sleeping. Like, I just have, like, either my mind is racing or I've been having, like, really bad nightmares. Amethyst is, like, one of my favorite crystals to work with because it has such a calming energy. Um, So I'll put it, like, underneath my pillow. Um, I know in energy healing, like, we do a lot of cord cutting, crystals can also help you with like cord cutting so if you actually like visualize like the cord and use the crystal that's like specific for cord cutting so like two crystals that are really good for cord cutting are selenite and black kyanite um so if you like actually like visualize like the cord being cut it's like almost like you're actually physically cutting it with like a pair of scissors which I think is super cool I like having I don't want to say accessories but just like having those tools to elevate your practice for sure um 
Okay, so I what does it say about me if I'm like drawn to like the cluster, you know, like this cluster of pyrite? <laughs> oh, I mean, this is my favorite crystal. So whenever, I mean, it definitely like when you're drawn to like the more like raw crystals, like that's just more their natural form. And there's nothing wrong with like being drawn to like the the more raw version of it versus like the tumbled version of it. The uh-huh. tumbled version usually just gives off like a kind of like a smoother, softer energy of like whatever that crystal gives off. So like let's just say that pyrite like you are really looking for abundance in your life because pyrite is a great like abundance crystal so like pyrite may give you like the kick in the ass that you need to get to welcome in abundance into your life because you're working with it more and like in its rough form whereas like you were working with a crystal like more in its polished form it might go a little bit slower. So it's giving off like oh, more of that softer energy. Like a tiny one like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Huh. Okay. I like what you said about just like going for what you're drawn to um, by, you know, color and like shape. Um, I have so many tiny crystals. Um I am curious about maintenance because I know for a fact um, I don't use crystals for energy healing for clients. They're more just like decorations for the vibe I want to bring in for myself. Um, How about like maintenance? There's like clearing, charging. How often do we do those things? What if we don't do them often enough? Like what happens? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it, nothing bad is going to happen if you don't do it often enough. Like I want to start with that. Like nothing bad is going to happen. But, you know, they do absorb energy. So the more that you're working with your crystals, let's say personally, like you can also work with them by like physically like placing them on yourself, like the way that you would like if you went to someone that uses crystals like in their energy healing practice you can also do that to yourself like you can put your orange crystals like on your sacral chakra and like ask for your sacral chakra to be open to be balanced (laughs) um but so like let's say that you're working with them daily like either in meditation or like physically or you're carrying them with you like in your pocket or your purse like all the time you're gonna want to clear them maybe let's say like once a week so like you can cleanse them with smoke so like sage or palisanto or like cedar um or you can cleanse them there's certain ones like if you're gonna do anything aside from smoke I would highly recommend like looking up which ones are like water safe which ones can like which ones are safe to put in salt um because you can also cleanse them by putting them in salt like the way that you would cleanse yourself with salt but there's ones there's ones that like will get corroded if you put them in the if you put them in the salt Mm -hmm. um sun and moonlight are like other ways to cleanse them too Sorry, I could go on. I'm going on a tangent here. <laughs> okay, okay. I have heard of um charging your crystals under the full moon, but like some shouldn't be under the sun, right? Yeah, so like a rose quartz is a really good example of like one that 
it's not that it shouldn't be under the sun, but like it's going to get discolored from the sunlight. So that's why it's better to like charge it under the moonlight because the moonlight isn't going to discolor it. Oh, okay. Got it. I kind of just like do my energy healing thing. I'm like, okay, clearing them. Um, Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Those are really good tips because I used to put like a tiny, what's the yellow one called? Citrine in my, yeah, in my wallet and I never cleared it. (laughs) That's probably (laughs) not great for me. So I would say like, if you're not clearing them, they're probably just like, I can't think of a good example, but it's just, they're not going to be as effective. Mm. as they might be if you were regularly like cleansing them and like just like humans they're energetic beings too so like just like how you would cleanse your energy and like want to make sure that like your aura is like nice and cleansed from like any negative energy that you may have absorbed you want to do the same thing with your crystals too yeah okay I want to hear about your experience um when you receive energy healing on yourself or you do it on yourself um do you ever like notice like people just treat you differently i noticed that people treat me differently like yeah, what do like, you mean treat me different because like when i was uh, working on level two for uh, a high training so like i was working on you know friends and you know like clients for free um one of my friends I, I did a high on her um, and I, this is like, I was like a noob. I was like, okay, this is, I'm following the manual. I'm following the step-by-step. And, um, you know, she felt good. She felt lighter. She felt like, a, you know, like she was feeling good after the session. But like two days after, she was like, oh my God, like work people are so much nicer to me. And um, I remember, because this is like kind of crazy, but like in a good way. She has such a full schedule for work. She had this big ass project that she was absolutely dreading. Like she did not know how she was going to get it done. Like she did not have the capacity. And um, when I do energy healing, I'm like, you know, like clearing their field in a way that's like for their highest and best. And that project got taken off. And I was like, this is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually just um just talking to someone about this the other day too. Um I think like for me personally, like when I've received like energy healing, I do feel like others treat me differently or like things start to happen in my life like for the better. But I also feel like it's because now I'm giving off the energy that I want to give off. Like people mirror your energy. So like if you're giving off like a good energy and your energy is like coming from a good place, like I can't tell you like the amount of times that I've just received like little things like here and there, not like major things, but like little things here and there like for free or like someone has done like, like I've gone into a shop or like someone has done like something just really nice for me they really went out of their way to like do something nice for me Mm. and it's because I like have been working on my energy and like I the I feel like just my aura that like I'm giving off like 
people respond better to that. And yeah, like, like people respond to the energy you give off. So like people, if you like act like not act, you behave genuinely as someone who has like high self worth. People aren't gonna fuck with you or like push boundaries as much. Um, and yeah, like people like to be around that you know good energy. So you do feel like hey, like I'm very magnetic. I go to the shop, people want to do nice things for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like it doesn't even have to be like something major. Like I don't expect to like walk into Target and get like a free TV from the guy <laughs> at Tar from the guy at Target. Like you know, but like if I go to a coffee shop and like maybe they throw in like a l- extra little free treat, like one of the little pastries or something, like for free, like that's a nice thing to get. Yeah. Do you um use energy healing to kind of accelerate your manifestations? I have a little bit. I'm still kind of working on on that. Um. Um. When you become an energy healer, honestly, I thought becoming an energy <laughs> healer, you know, I was so hyped. I thought I'm just always going to feel blissful and just like high vibe. Oh my God. You know how we always talk about like aligning ourselves to your highest timeline in like business or whatever, like you are looking to, you know, work on. My God, being on your highest timeline is not always fun. <laughs> I mean, being on your highest timeline also means that, like, you might have some stuff to work out in order to get onto your highest timeline, too. Oh, for sure. Like, oh my God, one of my clients, um, she was working on like having boundaries with like her spouse because she was, you know, she was thinking about like making a pivot, and she's like, "Yeah, I want to be on my highest timeline." And like things started happening so fast. It was like one thing after another. And she was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like we recognize like, oh, this is what I like have wanted. But now it's all here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always think of like being on my highest timeline. Like I have started adding like with e- the words like with ease and grace. Like oh, totally. anything and to anything that I'm calling in because the last thing that I want is to be like oh I want a new blow dryer and then my blow dryer breaks on me like (laughs) yeah yeah ease I always set intention like you know guys help this client integrate today's session in the most joyful easeful delightful way possible (laughs) (laughs) because it's true like sometimes the guides are just like okay you want something new you want to be on your highest timeline okay like we'll do this and like it'll just happen like so quickly that you're just like oh shit like that's not what I was expecting yeah and like another thing that I really like energy healing for is that it's like everything's connected like we you mentioned how you were um, working through like being a fearful person so um, through energy healing, like it's really helpful to, to use it to ground your nervous system. I cannot stress enough. Like when your nervous system is off, like everything feels like a fucking threat. And usually we want to manifest things that are like a little bit like above, 
not above, but like it's gonna stretch us. It's almost like requiring us to like expand our nervous system, our capacity to like hold bigger things. So um, that's also something I think is really cool about energy healing. Like you ground your nervous system, you expand what you can receive and you manifest better. Because so yeah. often people are like asking for bigger things, but like the universe never sends you shit you cannot handle. So um, it's like, oh, it just doesn't come. Like when I first started my business, it's like, yeah, I want like 20 clients in my group program or 20 one-on-ones. I want to make like six figures. And I like, I I could not like thinking about it now. I did not know what I was thinking. Like I didn't know what I was asking for. Like, God. <laughs> yeah. I but like, did like- the universe deliver? Like when you asked for like 20 or did you get like, um, did you I get like get no? 20, you can't have twenty. <laughs> but I did get like several, and and I was like, you know, creating my own program. When you first start creating your own program to take people through, and like realizing like, oh, you are guiding people through like a meaningful transition. You are like guiding through them, um, guiding them through personal development. This is like very personal this is like deep this is like responsibility and you're like fuck am I like doing a good enough job and like um if I really had 20 one-on-one clients and I was developing my program from that place I think I would just be like really stressed out and like burnt out really quickly (laughs) you know what I mean um yeah my first few clients I think they had good experiences but I was nervous about like the modules. I was nervous about our calls. My nervous system was not ready to handle like 20 one-on-one clients. It's so funny how like we always think like we want so much, but then like the universe like definitely gives you like what you can handle. (laughs) Yeah, so the nervous system thing, capacity to hold is like something critical to think about when you're like, why are my manifestations not coming? You know, Um, what was I going to say? Oh, and like, this is so different from corporate work too. Like obviously corporate work, you're like putting in a lot of work, time and energy, but like holding space for somebody's healing, emotional, mental, subconscious healing um, guiding people through like I don't know like big you know doing like deep honest work like brain rewiring that is like a different level of like holding space yes that's like that is definitely a different level of holding space and I don't think that you quite realize it until you start to like experience the type of space that like you're holding for someone once they start to go through like those deep emotions and like deep like subconscious programming because it is it it is a lot of space to hold for someone and you want to make sure that you can hold that space for them too so like if I had like me too like if I had like 20 Reiki clients like yes I would love it but how much attention and space am I really going to be able to give like my existing clients if here I am spreading myself too thin yeah yeah um one of my friends he like dated a 
a girl who is like a teacher. And he was saying how she felt overwhelmed by potentially committing to a relationship. She just doesn't have the energy. I'm like, I totally understand. She's fucking working with children. And this is like, <laughs> you know, like you're, when you're working with kids, this is like a huge responsibility. Like teachers really affect how kids turn out as adults. Like it's different from like your job as like an accountant or like engineer. Like I'm not like, undermining those jobs or you're dealing with other adults you know yeah yeah I mean working with children is definitely very different than working with adults yeah I would love to be able to work with children one day like really yeah like I just feel like there's so much that we can do from like a spiritual perspective too like even like energy healing that Mm. like you can do like with a child that can just make like such a huge impact like on their life once they start to get older Mm. I don't like children but (laughs) so I'm like "Mm, maybe not for me but like yeah (laughs) I I'm not like the most maternal person but I think yeah like your energy definitely is something that would be really great for and what you talked about like managing our own energy to hold space for others I realized very quickly like because I used to just do like one-off sessions like human design energy healing I didn't I really wanted to do like a longer coaching container for people because that's like when you actually dig deep and like see changes and make shifts but I was like, I don't, I'm too scared to do it. I don't want the responsibility. So that wasn't really coming through for a very long time. And holding space for people one-on-one is very different from holding space for a group. When I started a group program, I'm like, oh shit, I cannot fuck around on Instagram the way I used to. <laughs> like that is draining. It's like, okay, like now I really need to take inventory. Where am I putting my energy? You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even, like, now as I've started to, like, add, like, Reiki into my business, like, I think I've even gone through, like, that same realization of, like, what's taking up my energy and, like, what, where can I, like, shift that so that I can be able to hold space for people, too. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so... In your bio, you say, I help people get their energy back into alignment by giving them the tools they need to tap into their own energy. Um, I'm curious, do you notice like a certain type of human that are drawn to you that you um, work with? Mm, I've noticed that like the more um, like a certain type Like, definitely, I have noticed that, like, a lot of the people that have gone through, like, some of the same things that I've gone through were, like, they're very fearful, very anxious, or, like, maybe even just, like, super moody (laughs) have been, like, drawn to me. Um, Probably, and I feel like it's probably because, like, they they can feel that, like, energy off of me that, like, I can really help them with that. Um... I mean, more on the crystal side, like, I, as you can tell, I love talking about the crystals. And so like, I have noticed that like the people 
um, that really like to know like details and facts like are the types that are like really drawn to me like more on the crystal side because I can get very down into the details and facts <laughs> as, as you have seen already. <laughs> yeah yeah okay so like people like um becoming an energy healer I almost experienced so much more life some for my own personal gains others it's just so I can understand what a client is experiencing not exactly like everything but I used to be like such an asshole it's like oh you broke you broke up with your boyfriend fucking get over it like he doesn't want you just like you know stop wasting your time and then it's like oh I need to go through those like emotions on a personal level to not be a dick <laughs> I mean, I will say that I've been learning a lot more on like how to process people, other how to help people process their own things that are going on in their life. Like as I've become like an energy healer too, like a lot of things that this a theme that I've been seeing like with a lot of people lately is that everybody's searching for clarity on like one thing or another. And yeah. like, I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, I want to know why so many people are searching for clarity. I'm like, and like, it's not even like, oh, I want, like, it's not even everybody saying like, I want clarity on this. Like, it's more everybody's just searching for clarity on like things that are happening in their life. And I'm just like, is this a theme that we're Wait, like, what is like an example? Um, like... Um, a couple of the people have been like looking for clarity, like on relationships and like where they want to take a relationship, or like um clarity on like what they actually want in a relationship. Um, and it's just like uh, and everybody's like, um, open my third eye. I'm just like. <laughs> I've heard that a couple times already like open my third eye and I'm just like we, we, we need to do some work and you need to do some work too before we can open that third eye it's really funny to bring up clarity because this is something I feel very enthusiastic about <laughs> I know people, I mean, including myself, like when I was, you know, like thinking about, you know, transitioning out, like accounting, I wanted someone to tell me like, yes, you're meant to transition out of accounting. You're not meant to be here. You're meant to like be a coach or help people in bigger ways. And I was just like, I'm searching for clarity. I don't know what I want. And I was just like waiting for someone to like confirm that for me. And what like, I don't actually get mad at people, but it's like kind of like a pet peeve when people or clients, I'm a little nicer to my clients, but like when friends are like, oh, I'm like, you know, they'll like tell me like, oh, this is like my problem and this sucks and blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, okay, like, what do you think you should do? Or like, what are you looking for? Or like, what are your intentions here? You know, you ask them questions to help them like, you know, like more constructive questions if they're in the place to like dig deeper. And they're like, I don't know. And I'm just like, well, you need to 
if you want clarity, you need to stop saying that because by you being like, I don't know, you're like rejecting any clarity that is trying to come through. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've also been that person too. Where no, I, I like, totally I get don't it. know. <laughs> I don't it's know like, what it is that I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, first of all, yeah, we might not have clarity in the moment, but right now, yeah, sometimes I still don't know. But I'm like, oh, I'm letting the clarity unfold. <laughs> yeah. And second of all, it's like, if you don't know what's best for you, who the fuck else is supposed to know, you know? <laughs> I mean, this is true. I always yeah. feel like the answers, like, come from within yourself. Like, the so clarity true. that you seek comes from within yourself. Like. Yeah. Yes, we can open up the, the crown chakra so that you can receive the downloads. Yes, we can open up your third eye so that like your intuition is stronger. But at the end of the day, these are tools so that you can trust yourself and so that yeah. you can get those messages from yourself. Yeah, and there's like the raising of the self-worth, building the confidence. It's like, what helps you actually be like, yeah, I want a career change. I want to be a healer. I want a career in this new thing. Like, you know, like declaring that actually takes a lot of balls. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even like just to yourself. It's like, fuck, <laughs> if I acknowledge this, now I like can't just like sit in the I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this has been so fun. I'm curious, like um what you think about your human design um since learning more about it deeply deeper at a deeper level how has that like impacted you shifted you if at all <laughs> I think ever since like I learned that I was a projector and like how projectors just like don't have the same amount of same amount of energy as like the other human design types like have I was just like that makes so much sense now like why I am the way that I am and then but like at first I was like oh that makes so much sense and now I'm just like okay remember take maybe take things a little bit slower maybe like don't try to put so much on your plate because you need to conserve your energy some more then like maybe like someone that is go go that can be like go 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 all the time and like it's taken me a while to like actually be okay I'm with still it. battling it honestly <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this oh okay it's like it's the projector thing that's making it so tiring for me yeah. <laughs> I'm still but, like, like the, yeah I I will say the one that like I'm just like my one three profile I'm just like why could I not have been like a two four why did I have to be a one three <laughs> um really yeah I mean like I love that like I like like dive in to things and like dive in deeply and like dive in like like what is it called like heads first or yeah. whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um like I mean I do love it but I feel like I talk to like friends that have like a two four profile and they're just like oh like like I just hear so many examples of like them being like so magnetic and like getting like word of mouth referrals like to their business like because of their two four profile and I'm just like 
why couldn't I have been a two four? Why did I have to be a one three? <laughs> <laughs> I actually sometimes feel that too when I like hear someone's a two four. I'm like, oh, good for you. <laughs> but I I know like they have their own struggles too. It's like I just want to hermit, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Um. I yeah. I feel very strongly about the one following, like, you know, where their curiosity wants to go. Because, like, for me, people are always like, "Oh, how do you get started in this?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, I was first interested in holistic nutrition, so I like taught myself. I read everything. I learned books. I listened to podcasts. I consumed everything I could." And then um, that led to, I don't know, more like mindset shit. And then I quickly realized like, that's not the whole thing. And then like, you know, like brain rewiring and like energy healing is really like just following where my curiosity wants to go. Oh, oh, I was, people are like, how do you get into human design? I'm like, literally March, 2020, I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to take this course because <laughs> I'm like curious and I want to learn for myself. And um, and when I am really interested in, in something, I tell everybody. <laughs> yes, yes, I tell everybody. And like, I have to like, I'm just like, whenever I get like really interested in something, I'm like you, like I consume all the content, like podcasts, books, articles, whatever I can learn about it. Like I want to know it. Yeah. But I also, at one point, um, with human design, I got very into it to an extent. And then I was like, okay, there's literally so much you can, you know, go down the rabbit hole. At some point, I'm like, I think I'm good here, you know, and still (laughs) feeling like you don't have to. It's a tricky thing for anyone with a one in their profile. It's like, oh, I'm not the number one expert can I still like charge for readings? Can I still teach around this? It's like, you can. <laughs> and like people you're gonna inspire and like educate and provide value. They don't care about the nitty gritty details the way you do. This is true. This is so true. It's I'm still working on like coming to terms with that because oh, I okay. always want to be the expert on something. Yeah. And um, I quickly, quickly realized uh, while I was doing holistic nutrition, I would like want to explain like the science behind like why you should do, why you should exercise, I don't know, first thing in the morning or whatever. And the client was like overwhelmed. They just want to know what to do and like kind of like <laughs> know a little bit like why I should do this at this time for, you know. They don't want to know everything. Like, we don't want to overwhelm people and, like, lose their attention. And they're just, like, lost. (laughs) Yes. You and I literally have really great conversations. And if people want to, like, learn more about what you offer, your crystals, crystal business, where can people find you? Okay. Um, So you can find me on Instagram. It's underscore... It's 12 E T O I L E S creations, and then it has another underscore. Um, 
business name change coming sometime in the future. Um, <laughs> what does that word mean? Because I never knew how to pronounce it. So it means stars. I like I, what I kind of like really was drawing on was like the whole concept of like star seeds and like us like being unique, like like every star like in the sky. So I actually still really love the word star and like want to incorporate it somehow. I just want to make the name easier for people to say. Um, yeah. Well, that's something I, you can consult your business with uh, <laughs> caution is about. <laughs> I should do that. That's actually something that I should really do. So you can find me on Instagram and then you can find my website is just the business name. So it's wildcreations.com. Um, and then I'm, I have a subscription box right now. Um, where you get a monthly subscription and it's a piece of jewelry that I've handmade and it's raking views too. And then you get three pocket crystals and you get some sort of cleansing item. So you'll get like a Palo Santo or like, um, I also made some cedar bundles that are in this month's box. I made, I handmade those. And I love the way you package. (laughs) It's like, it's like, Okay, I just like things and food that like are made with feelings. Yes, I mean, and that's like, that's one of the things that like, I love about being able to have like the crystal shop side of it is that like, I can just like infuse like so much love into like every package that I sent out that I send out to people. And that's what I really I want them to experience that like when they open it, like, that's what I want them to feel. Um, So yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and you can find me on my website. Um, I'm like always checking Instagram. So those are the two main ways that you can reach me. I do have a TikTok that I'll be working on in the near future, but just haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) Oh, TikTok is like a different world, honestly. Okay. I honestly, like there's so many places to buy crystals and I love purchasing crystals from you just because I know you are, you know, probably like, I know you are diligent about sourcing. Again, like when you receive a crystal, a box of crystals that's just like packed with love, it's just, it just hits different. Yes, it totally does. And I think like, I I mean, I've I've heard it from different people that like they can really feel the love like when, when they open up their box and like, that's exactly what I'm going for. I want you to feel that love that I've put into every single package that I sent out because I mean, at the end of the day, like I am a small business. It's just me making your jewelry. I'm packing your crystals to go out. So I want you to know that. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> um, my energy healing services are gonna be on my website very right. soon okay so that's also going to be there too all right love it all right thank you so much for talking to me thank you sandy this was fun thank you andrea for coming on the show i clearly had such a fun time recording this episode just chatting with someone i really connect to and resonate with um again 
Andrea's Crystal Shop is the place to shop. If you're looking for crystals, you can find a lot of educational content on her platforms. And when it comes to finding the right energy healer for you, you definitely want to work with someone who just radiates integrity and passion in the work they do and Andrea is definitely one of those people so I highly recommend checking her out again all the ways to connect with Andrea are linked in the show notes that is all for this week's episode I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll catch you in the next one